Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. From B105 in Cincinnati, it's the Jesse and Anna podcast. I know there's this trend around this building that people are not inviting me to do things because oh. they just think I'm not going to say yes. This just happened in front of me within the last hour. Anna, I guess Grover found out that Anna's going to be bartending or something downtown this weekend. Yeah. And that maybe another coworker might show up. Yep. So then Grover's getting all like, hmm, I heard there might be a thing and a thing and a thing. Yeah. And somehow it came up about me and Grover. What did Grover say? Well, Jesse, you interrupted and you're like, well, maybe, well, I'd love maybe like to come. And Grover's like, well, we don't invite you because you always say no to everything. And you're like, just because I say no doesn't mean I don't want to be invited. First of all, first of all, I can't say no if I'm not invited. But that's fair. But, so, Jesse, but I don't get invited okay. as often as you think. Okay. I don't. Can so I- I'm just saying, keep in mind, I'm a human too. Our, oh, <laughs> I'm kidding. No. A little tear <laughs> rolled no. down his cheek. Like, I know people um, think I'm so calculated and all those things, but mostly that is during the week when I'm at work because okay. most of my day is wrapped up with work stuff and I don't have a ton of time at night to do home stuff. But okay. if I've got nothing going on on a Saturday, yeah. I will. I can be spontaneous. Uh, well, yeah, Jesse also proceeded to give me an entire rant about how he can be spontaneous. <laughs> I've just not seen it yet, but he can do it. And I mean, that's great. I will say this, Jesse. I invite you out to things a lot. No, you don't. I, yes, I do, you Jesse. Don't. I have always invited you to things, but uh, you know, even for your birthday, your surprise birthday dinner with the coworkers, uh-huh. they originally said, Anna, you asked Jesse to come out that night and then we'll all surprise him. And I was like, no, Grover needs to ask him out because if I ask him, he won't go. And when Grover asked, you were eager. So, and just now when we were discussing this, I have a feeling if I on my own said, Jesse, I'm bartending downtown tomorrow. Do you want to come out and have a drink while I bartend? You would have probably said no. But then once Grover and other coworkers got involved, I, is that, you're not speaking. Um, <laughs> maybe okay. I need I'm all I'm a, I'm a small group person, but maybe I need more maybe I need more than just you. <gasps> hold don't take that wrong. Oh, hold I'm hold a on. Human. don't take it <laughs> okay. wrong. Because I see you all week. I'm with you all week. Yes. So maybe if I was just like, oh, if I just go out, I'm just it's like another work day with you. Don't take it the wrong way. I'm just being honest. You asked me. <laughs> all right. All one right. thing you could tell know about me is I will be truthful, yeah. even if it gets me in trouble. Oh, I got that. All right. But I am a small group person, so I do like small groups of people that I get along with great. So and you Grover's would, okay. one. You want to get out. Another one of our coworkers is one that might be coming. Oh. So it's just easier for me because if you're bartending and I'm alone mm-hmm. and you're unavailable to talk, now I have no one to talk to. Fair enough. And that, that I right. guess, is my point. I kind of like have the safety of, as an introvert, I like having a couple people I know. Okay. I will accept that answer. Good. I will say this, though. Jesse, if answer. you want to be invited out more, you got to say yes more. People, that is human nature. I understand. Well, Jesse's going to say he's got to walk the dark and do dishes. I so. think you think I get invited more than I actually do. 
I, and if well, you, you you invite me more than other people do, but nobody else really does. Um, let me put the word out to my coworkers and friends. Please invite me more. Jesse I would, would like, like to be invited. I'd like to be included. Well, I'm tired of being picked last for the basketball listen, team. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, he's a bench warmer. Aw, <laughs> I always invite you. Thank you very you much. You are a very me. good friend. But you don't I have come been unless blessed I have a, to have you in my yeah, life. Yeah, well, you don't come unless I have a tax stage pass. <laughs> like, All right. Then we're, it's time to check traffic. Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> and you've got two of those, by the way. So use them as you will. <laughs> I will. I went to get myself lunch today, and I'm standing in line. It was kind of a long line. And the guy in front of me gets to the counter and answers his phone when he's supposed to order. Mm-hmm. He's like, hey, mom. Starts having a whole conversation with his mom mm-hmm. in the middle of the. We're, I'm at Chipotle in the middle of the line. It's his turn. There are people waiting. Is he holding the line up? Yes, it was his turn to order. Like the the um, worker was just kind of standing there awkwardly, like already. Uh, you want a bowl or a burrito? Uh, and then it got to the point where he's taking his mom's order. It just it took forever, and I'm like, oh my gosh, how does he not? How does the guy on the phone with his mom not see? How rude this is right now. Uh, that's a thing. You the, know? The, this sounds like something I deal with when I go back to Iowa. The entire state of Iowa. I'm going to blanket oh statement. here we go. The entire state of Iowa <laughs> just loves to keep ringers on on phones, text message sounds at all times. Yeah. Phones will ring in a restaurant. Oh. And they don't, they're in no hurry to pick the phone up. And I'm like, your phone's this. ringing. You know that <laughs> your phone's ringing? Like, like this is we're so in Olive rude. Garden. Can you pick that up, please? Yeah. <laughs> and just, and just. Oh, oh, sorry. I don't remember which pocket it's in. And it's like silence your phone, please, yeah. for all things. And then they'll. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> That's all this hey, John. Was. Yeah. Yeah. I said I dig it. It's like, oh, we hear everything. Yeah. And it, I don't know what that is. The same people that answer phones on airplanes when the phone when the plane lands. And they just have a full conversation with somebody now that the plane is I'm like, you need to go from this voice down to like this voice. Like, hey, I'm on the airplane right now. Can I call you Can back? Can we a little wait? Bit? It's and just it's it's reading the room. Yes. It's not the time. And for this guy, he's standing in line. It's you just got up there. Can you, your mom wait for five seconds? You're gonna order your Chipotle bowl. Even my oblivious self. When I'm on the phone with somebody at like the grocery store and I go up to the checkout lane and it's my turn to check out, yeah. I will say, hey, I'm getting ready to check out. Can I call you back? Call, yes. Because who wants to hear beep, beep, you know, like yeah. the grocery's being scanned? Or the, for the, I think of the cashier, like the person working. Yeah. Have you, I don't, when you're serve, if a server, I've had this happen. I go up to a table and it's time for me to get their drinks and someone's on the phone. I'll interrupt them. I'm like, what do you want? What do you want? A Coke? Because, I, like, you're talking, this is so rude. I'm coming up to your table to get your order. Set the phone down for two seconds. Has anybody, like, ever held their hand up, like, a finger up to you, like, hey, can you hang on one second? Yes, and I walk away. Then no one's getting water. Hey, hang on, I, I gotta wrap and this And then I up. take my time making it back oh, to the table. Gosh. Because that, it's just, unless, if it's an emergency, okay, but yeah. it's, you gotta read the room. I'm just like, it's like, phone etiquette. I'd like to know if anybody's ever confronted somebody that has done this in public. <laughs> and if so, I'm too scared to do it. I didn't say anything to this guy at Chipotle. Well, I just sat there and smiled. The only person I'll correct is family. If family does it around me, yeah. I will totally tell them to, like, keep it down. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't go over well. Yeah. You say that you worked on an Outback at one point. You were a server, and you dealt with something like this? Uh, the lady at the table, it was a big party. It was, like, 15, a party of 15, and I was, like, 
okay, I'm going to set up and get you guys some drinks. And they were like, oh, huh. It's like they ignored me. And then there was some, like, two or three people on the phone. So I was like, I'll come back when you guys are done talking on the phone. Oh, and my gosh. what did they say? Uh, they were not happy. They wanted to talk to the manager. I said, gladly. So I went and got my boss, told him the situation, and he w- he went out to the table to apologize, of course, because the customer's always right. Right. And um, they sent a different server over there because I wasn't dealing with it. I was not. I don't get paid for that. I'm not doing that. <laughs> Girl, you sound exactly like me. That is exactly <laughs> how I am. Like, no, we're not. Because no. the tip, your tip's already ruined. So it's like, yeah, yeah. I'm not taking care of them. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Nope, I'm not doing it. That's funny. All right. Hey, thanks yeah, for thanks calling. Thanks for calling. All right, thanks. All right, see, see ya. B105, have you ever confronted somebody in public for uh, talking on their phone and holding up the line? Yes, I used to run the local subway in our town, and a guy got up and it was his turn to order. His phone rang, and he answered it, and he gave me the finger to tell me to hold on. Oh. And I just strictly told him to step aside, and I went to the people behind him. Oh, <laughs> that's how you do I The guy at the Chipotle counter, like, I felt bad for him. It was so awkward. It's rude. It's just rude. If you're going to take a call, either tell them, answer it, say, I'll call you right back, or just call them back when you get done. My pizza yeah. place, my favorite pizza place in town, they've got a, a note on the counter that says, please end all cell phone conversation before coming up to the counter. Wow. So, so there's been times where I've gone up to the counter and I've got the phone up to my ear and I will say to the person, hang on one second. I'll just set the phone down or I'll say, I'll call you right back. And I guess if, that's, we were, if we were allowed to do something like that at Subway, you're not allowed to have hang signs or anything, personal signs like that. I would have hung one up myself. Yeah, it's nice to be able to communicate that. Yeah, it's the okay. sign is a great idea. Think of how many times that had to happen for them to think, ooh, we need to get a sign. Yeah. That's how common it is. I'm, I'm cool with that. Jesse, I know it's been a little while since you've been on the dating apps. Yeah. Um, it has for me, too, because I, I'm taking a little break for now, but... When I get back on, uh, this therapist on TikTok made a video with a way that you can weed out the weirdos before you go out with them. Okay. It's little things that they do um, that can kind of give you a hint. So here they are. They ask for personal information too quickly. Have you ever started, you match with somebody on an online dating app and then they start to ask you all these questions. Like, oh, what part of town do you live in? Like, I like that. Oh. Yeah. That's not the most personal, but it always feels weird to me. I'm like, you're a complete stranger at this point. I don't know you. I'm not sure if I want to tell you what part of town I live in. I don't start with something like that, but I can see eventually how that is inter- information that you would want to know because you can relate to that person based on what part of town they're I, I get it. Eventually, it's a stranger. I sure. get it. Yeah. I, I feel like you need to meet first before you, you go into all that. Yeah. Um, if they never give you a straight answer, they kind of beat around the bush a lot. Yeah. That could be a red flag. If they start sending um, overly flirty or maybe even dirty text messages. I've never had that. Too quickly. I've never uh, had a, that, nor have I ever sent anything like that's that. That's good. Don't be that weird guy. A guy this is, I, I notice personally that a lot of guys will do this. They really? want to start really crazy right away. And I'm like, whoa, is that's- that all you're looking for? Because that's not... Sometimes the dating apps, it's confusing. Are people looking for love or are they looking for, for love? Yeah. Guys, yeah. <laughs> get it together. Stop doing that. Um, if they start nagging you to hang out, oh. they're constantly like, you know what I mean? If they're a little pushy with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then lastly, if they don't respect your boundaries. So if you say, oh, I don't, I don't want to go out late. 
let's meet up during the day. And if they're like, oh, come on. Okay. Why not? Oh. What, you don't want to go drinking? And it's like, no, you're a stranger. Well, first of all, I feel great on all these because okay. I don't feel so like I check not... any of these weirdo boxes. Well, good. But I'll tell you a warning flag I have. What's that? Somebody that takes too long to respond. Like too oh. long. It's been like a couple of days or three Ooh. days. They're like, oh, sorry. I, I hadn't looked at my phone in the last 72 hours. It's like, whatever. You know, they don't say that. But it's just like, that's not normal. No, I would agree with you. What do you think? Why is that a red flag, though? What do you think that says about the person? Um, that they're, it's one of two things. It's either that they're not that interested in me because yeah. they took that long to reply yeah. or that this is always going to be a thing and that they're going to be super slow and that doesn't really work for me. For Jesse, yeah. So, okay. But that's, that's, that's not... very rare. I can't even think of an instance where that's happened. Yeah. Um, no, that's a good one. One girl, one girl one time, it was like... I had messaged her, and it was like a month later. She's like, sorry, I was out of town. I'm just like, oh, you just want to pick up the conversation from here? Wait a second. The, the last guy that I was seeing, and this is why I decided to take a break, I didn't text him back for a week. And I finally did, and I'm like, hey, I'm not ghosting you. I just I just don't think this is for me, and he didn't respond. Oh, really? Good like, for you, though. At least you're I, honest. I didn't, yeah, and I didn't want to completely ghost him, but that was what made me realize... Anna, maybe you're not in a good place to date right now if you're taking a week to text somebody back. Oh, good. That is good self-awareness. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. So we're talking about warning flags before you go on a date with someone. Which ones do you have for yourself or that you've experienced before? But you're saying you there's an app that you know about? That there is an app on Facebook where you can put in the guy's name and they tell you if he's dating somebody else or if it's red flags. Everybody's creepy. It's okay. Kara, are you dating the same guy or are you, are you dating my guy? Are you dating oh. a crazy person? Wait, wait, wait. wait. So, the, okay. Does it catch cheaters? Uh-huh. Oh. They changed right. the name to Mascara, which I don't know why, which I've been married for 23 years. Oh, so. but you said. <laughs> just get in there for entertainment. Oh. It's like a Carfax for the men you date. Yeah, that is. Uh... Yes, it is. <laughs> Maybe you can find a website somewhere where you can get this along with one of those background check websites. Oh, I've used that. Have you? Uh, oh, yeah, I have. have. You? Uh, yeah, and I found out some stuff. Found some... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. This year, instead of setting New Year's resolutions, I kind of set goals for myself, uh -huh. and I accomplished one of those goals. Yeah. I just bought. My trip to Thailand that I've been talking about for months now, and I finally bought it. And Jesse, I know you've been over here trying to be nice to me. Um, you're not speaking your mind. Well, the trip to Thailand. We talked about this back in January because you were trying to save a thousand dollars for your savings. Yes, right? I've always had... been horrible with money. Yeah. yeah. So you saved a thousand dollars. You did it before the month was over. I was so proud of you. I. It was. A great way to show you that it can be done. With yeah. the power of motivation, you can do it. And the, for those wondering, the way she did it was by putting herself on a budget and being aware of what you spend your money on. Yes. That is literally, you could have saved more than $1,000. Yes. You could have. Yeah, I could have. But yeah. shortly after that, Anna said, you know what I'm going to do now? I'm going to go to Thailand. And I go, whoa, 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 whoa. I go, how much is how much is trip Thailand cost? She goes, Four thousand, five thousand. I go. Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. <laughs> you just, you just saved a thousand dollars, 
and we you still have only, debt. We yeah. haven't we haven't even gone into the debt world oh, yet, which isn't yeah, crazy. Yeah. And now you're going to toss $4,000 on top of that. You just saved 1000 Yeah. And I had a real hard time reconciling that. I go, in my mind, if you were to say, I'm going to go to Thailand and I'm going to pay cash for that trip, yeah. I'm going to, between now and whenever, I'm going to save and I'm going to pay for it. I'd be like, absolutely. And that is actually kind of what you're doing. It sort of is. And I guess I explained it wrong to you. Uh, so what it is, is I'm going with a tour group. I'm going by myself, but with a tour group. So I don't know anyone there, but you know, I'll be safe with them and everything. And they set up these payment plans to where you see how much the trip will cost. And it includes a lot of things, flights, some of the food, some of the activities. And you can, you only have to put $150 down, but you can put more than that down. It just is whatever you can do. And then from there, it calculates how much you will owe each month for up until the trip. So I have the trip scheduled for May of 2024. Yes. And I think that's the only reason, you know, because you come to me for financial advice. That's the only reason where I'm like, you know what? That's not that bad. It's almost You're like a savings it, account. It, it is almost like a yes. savings account. But what I don't like is when people say, I can afford it, but they, they really can't. They can afford the payments. That is different. Well, that doesn't, because what's I mean, to stop is- you from going and buying something else for next year and having another payment on top of that? You, now you've got multiple things. It's not the same. Okay. But, well. but this is sort of like a savings. And what was the first question I asked you? Is there any interest interest on these payments? Yeah, Jesse's over here, like dissecting the payment plan. I know. No, there's no interest. Good. It is. It is pretty much a savings account leading up to the trip, and then when I get to the trip, almost all of it will already be paid for. Yeah. Other than a few of the extra things that I'll want to buy while I'm there. I'm excited for you. And Thailand is very cheap. Are you excited? Yeah. I mean, I've never been to Thailand. Okay. I mean, I this has been on my bucket list. Oh, I'm I'm really excited. And meet meet new friends. Look, Try you, got, new food. you got over a year to plan for it. It's my 30th birthday. Get yourself That's, in Thailand so, shape. Yeah. Thailand shape. Oh, what? Now what are means. we going into fitness? I don't know what that oh, means. No. Oh, no. Let's stick to financial planner. I don't want you as my fitness instructor. We'll start instructor. with financial fitness. Yeah. Oh, financial fitness. <laughs> oh, gosh. No. The fact that I collect things, I don't get rid of things. Some might say I'm a little bit of a, a pack rat, Anna. You are. Uh, just a little bit, yeah. I keep so much thing, so many things from my life. I have pretty much all my old cell phones down all the way from like 15 years ago. Yeah. I have my old point and shoot camera I found the other day. It still works. The battery's still charged. And then when I was in the basement, I found a Polaroid camera. And I, it's randomly been sitting there. I don't have any new film for it. But over the weekend, my nephew, who's nine years old, says to me, Uncle Jesse, do you have one of those cameras that can print the pictures? Yeah. And I'm like... Thinking to myself, I'm like, are you talking about a Polaroid? And you're telling me, Anna, that Polaroids have come back? So this is what cracks me up. Jesse's like, a nine-year-old, he knows about a Polaroid. I'm like, yeah, they're kind of trendy right now. Uh, And they have been for a while. Like a big thing, I think just social media and TikTok has made them cool again. Mm. Think about it. You, You get an instant... Gift. No, it's well, we don't have anything like it's that instant anymore. Instant gratification. It's, yes, and it's instant gratification, which fits in today, today's world. And we don't do that. We don't print photos anymore. No. So for young people to see that, they're like, "This is awesome. We have nothing like this." Where did this come from? So a lot of weddings, they use it. They'll have like the Polaroid co- corner. So then you can go. And uh, I went to one where 
I was the Polaroid picture really? taker. Yes. Did you, did you guys show him the trick where you shake the photo? That's actually a myth. Okay. Well, I know that. But, you oh, know, Jesse, don't you remember? Shake don't it like a Polaroid me. picture. Yeah. Hey, yeah. <laughs> yes, I do. Oh, is that you shaking your Polaroid? Give me some sugar. I it's am your neighbor. Cool. Do you? Okay. <laughs> okay. What? Uh, you know what I'm talking about. I don't even about. know. What, yes. Yes, you outcast. do. I said yes. Okay. Well, don't you don't need to yell about it. Uh, <laughs> yes. I mean, uh, anyway. All right. What's going on here? Well, I'm just saying, I've got this Polaroid camera, which I'm so happy about because I looked up Polaroid cameras just out of curiosity, and I confirmed what you told me off the air, yeah. that they are expensive. They're about 100 bucks. 100 bucks for an ancient piece of technology. But it's new and improved. I know. I'm just saying... That's and crazy. No, it's really not. The price of everything right now, that I would say that's about average. To get yourself a little camera that prints out a picture, that 100 was a, bucks. 50 bucks. I saw another one for like 150 bucks. I'm like, for a Polaroid? I've got an old Polaroid, Polaroid camera at home. I'm like, I, paid, I feel like I paid like 30 bucks for what, that thing. What year was that? 1999. Jesse? <laughs> I wonder if film In was In 1999, $30 was probably a little bit more than it is now. Yeah, Correct? it wasn't 100 bucks. So. All right. Well, you were six. What do you know? Uh, <laughs> you <were yeah>. five. <laughs> okay. I've got nothing to say. Yeah. You're correct. No. All right. You well, are correct. We're done here. Jesse and Anna's Truth Jar. Truth Jar time. Uh-oh. We read out a question that has been pulled out of our little jar. It's full of questions. We take turns. So same person doesn't have to answer the same embarrassing or possibly uh, vulnerable yeah. question two days in a row. Yeah. Anna, it is your turn to answer a question. It is, name a situation where someone would not leave your place. Oh. oh so specific. Oh, my gosh. Okay, no. And I have a, I've got a good story for An this. unwanted guest? I had to fake a phone call with my friend that we had, like, a situation going down, and I had to leave right away to get this guy to leave my house. So, um, this is when I lived in Indiana. He, I met him here in Cincinnati. We went to school together. And we, like, met back up as adults, and we had a great time. We went on a date. He was wonderful, so much so that I'm like, why don't you come to Indiana for New Year's Eve and come and st- you can stay at my place, like, on the couch, and, uh, you know, we'll go to my friend's party. And he did. So he drove all the way to Indiana to come stay with me. Wow. Once he arrived, I instantly was not feeling the vibes that I felt on the first date. I'm like, oh. Boy, I'm stuck with this guy for all night. Was he like, annoying you? He was annoying. He was very annoying. He was kind of being, he wasn't as talkative as he was the first time. Like, he was really quiet and awkward almost. And I was trying to ease that, but it uh, uh-huh. was not And you're like, oh, really, no, now I'm stuck with this person. I was stuck with him. So we go to the party. Throughout the party, I, I just was not feeling it at mm. all. It progressively got worse, and I'm like, oh, man, I don't like this guy. Mm-hmm. So I kind of let him hang out with my friends, and I kind of tried to avoid him at all costs. The next, it, We ended up staying the night at my friend's. The next morning, we have to go back to my apartment so we can get his car. He starts looking around at my bookshelf. He's checking out my picture frames. He's just kind of checking out my apartment. He's like, oh, this is neat. Oh, look at this. And I'm like... Oh my gosh, dude, we just it, we just had New Year's Eve. Like, first of all, we drank all night. You know what I mean? I'm feeling a little tired today. Mm-hmm. It's like, like, get on the road. You need to go back home Because now. it was already discussed he was going to leave. After. Yeah, it's the morning oh, wow. after. Like, go. What are you doing? 
And he just continues to look around my apartment, sits down on the couch like we're going to hang out. So I, at this point, he's been there for, I don't know, over an hour, and I'm worried he'll never leave. So I texted my friend. I'm like, I need you to call me and act like there's an emergency going down oh, no. because this guy will not leave my house. So my friend calls me, and I had to act out a whole panic mode of, oh, my gosh, I forgot we have that today. Oh, no, I feel so bad. I'm already late. I Well, I've got a friend here. Like, I have to go. All right, all right. And that I did that yeah. whole thing, and I hang up, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, that was my friend. I totally forgot we got a thing going on today. You got to go. I got to get in the shower. I got to get ready. <laughs> and so You're a pretty he, good actress, I will say. I mean, I had to. I had no other choice. So then that finally got him, and he slowly made his way out, and it was snowing, so he had to, like, scrape the snow off of his car. I mean, it was a I, I gotta say, I got to say, my gut instinct on this is I don't know why I'm feeling like I'm relating to this guy. Is it, he, it sounds like he's socially oh, awkward. Like uh huh. A little he bit. Was. I feel like he was socially awkward. He had the first date with you. Everything went well. He was in that first date mode, and everything's firing on all cylinders. Oh. Now he's showing up to your place, which he drove all that way to Indiana, yeah. and he got a little nervous. Now he's in a, a place just with you. Now it's a different level. He went, hung out. He could tell it was awkward. He was drinking with your friends and not you all night. Yeah. And the next morning, he's stalling. He's looking at your stuff. He's looking for a way to make conversation, to stall, to hang a little bit longer. And it was too late at that point. And I already uh, decided I, I didn't like him. You, you did. And you did nothing wrong. <sighs> but I feel for this guy a little bit, having not known him. Yeah. And he might have been super weird. I don't know. No, he was a, he was a nice guy. It just, but he, he didn't have, he couldn't read the, he couldn't read me. I was clearly not interested. But I did invite him. I invited him all the way to Indiana. You so did. That, you did. So I, he thought he had the green light, and then he was trying to salvage it. So, oh, man. oh boy, poor guy. Uh, I had a girl. This yeah. she was just a friend over at my house, my apartment one time in Kentucky years ago, and I don't know. She was dropping something off. It was a coworker, I think. She yeah. was dropping. So she was looking around my apartment and all this stuff. And you know me. Eventually, it's like okay, I want to be alone again. Yeah. And I, you know, whatever. And I awkwardly was like, well, thanks for coming over tonight. <laughs> and she laughs out loud. She goes, thanks for coming over tonight. She goes, you want me to leave, don't you? I'm like, well, I didn't say that. But, and she starts <laughs> laughing and I'm like, ah, we've reached that limit. I'm so sorry. It is. It's that awkward. They don't know when to leave and you don't know how to tell them to leave. Yeah. Or just feel like, I'm tired. I'm so sorry. I'm tired. Hey, would, can would you, you get out of my would house? Would you mind exiting? Yeah. <laughs> All right, see you. I did not think I was going to feel bad for this this fella in your story. Well, you did the same thing to someone. I know. Dang it. Man, I'm really getting tired of this. I'm waking up in the middle of the night. This has happened for like three days in a row. Yeah. I go to bed at like 11, and then I wake up like every 20 minutes or 30 minutes until about 1 a.m. when I wake up and can't fall back asleep. Oh, that's the worst. And then it's like this cycle of over and over wanting to go to sleep but thinking about going to sleep and I can't and then it's almost like an anxiety thing of like will I ever be able to fall back asleep so then I just sit up and I'm like well let's just look at TikTok for a while yeah and which, then eventually I'll fall back asleep and like you know the blue screen is bad for you to help you fall asleep but it's the only thing that you can do because it distracts you, me yeah and you're you want to fall asleep but you can't gosh I, go I know that sometimes too but like I've been up to like 3 a.m. a lot of nights and then I do fall back asleep to like eight, which is nice. I can do that. Wait a second. Are you, why don't you try to read your book when you wake up in the middle of the night? Um, Jesse, 
I don't know. <laughs> I just thought of that. I think I'm because it's I'm annoyed because books not number one on my list of things to do in the first place. I have been reading my book a little bit more. Yeah, but wouldn't it, don't you think it would help put you to sleep? Yeah, that's true. And it's a book all about like not Remaining overthinking calm. things. Yeah, and like easing Staying anxieties in the and things. The power of now. All right. That's tonight. So, oh, man, I'm going to get all my reading done at out your book. two in the morning. Two in the morning. Yeah, but that happens to me. When I start reading and it's later in the evening, I pass out instantly. Really? I don't know. I'm at a loss for you because you've been coming into work sleepy for days now. Oh, have I been mentioning that a lot? Well, <laughs> you mentioned it a few times. Oh, I can kind of tell that you're tired too. You, yeah. It's kind of like when you're hungry and over and over, you're just like, I'm so hungry. Yeah. And eventually I'm just like, well, go get a snack. So you're saying to me, I keep saying I'm tired. And you're like, well, maybe put your phone down at night. Put your phone down at night. Read your book like a 40-year-old would. Yeah, come on. This is 40. Uh, so far, you know what? They said it was all downhill from here. Oh, no. It's happening. <laughs> and so far, it actually seems to be true, and I don't like it. Let's put movies out this weekend. Super Mario Brothers. It looks so good. Yeah. And I grew up, this, I am a Nintendo kid, like the original Nintendo. Yeah. And then I became a Super Nintendo kid, and it was always Mario. And I played Mario, loved it, played Super Mario World. Did you play all those games? Yes, I don't Kart. know. I couldn't tell you which Nintendo we had. I don't, I just remember we had one and we, Mario was like the only game that we played on it. Were these in 2D or 3D? 2D. Okay. No, so yeah, this was originals. like the original where it's, yeah. yeah. So, so those were my go-to games. Did you have a go-to game on a gaming console when you grew up? I know you're a little younger than me. Yeah, uh, for me it was Sonic Shuffle. Oh yeah, we or Sonic, any of the Sonic Sega? games. Uh, yeah, we had a we had a Dreamcast. Sega. And, yeah, and that we were obsessed with that. I was never really a video game kid. My siblings liked a little bit more, but Sonic was the one thing that really? I really could get into. Yeah, I was into Sonic. I was into Mario, and briefly into 007. Everybody was on Nintendo 64, the James Bond game. Oh, I yeah. never, I've never played that. No, okay. I wasn't cool enough to own a 64. And then yeah. by the time PlayStation came around, me and my brother were like, yawn. I didn't really care after that. Really? I was just yeah. too old. I, don't, I know people love that stuff. I just stopped caring about gaming. Do you have any video games now? Yeah, I've got all, I've got a Super Nintendo at home, the original. Oh, you do? And I've got Mario All-Stars with all the original Mario games. Oh, cool. And uh, something else, NBA Jam. Oh, what? Yeah, some real but like just, 1992 games. You just don't play any of it. Uh, I hook it up, no, not very often, but like when my nephews come over, they're like six years old and nine years old, I'm like... Y'all want to see something way better than everything Back else you in my ever know? day. Yeah. This is what we Sorry, played. this is all going to be in two dimensions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's Sorry. hilarious. This is what it was like when I grew up. Yeah. No, I I think I just hit that cutoff where I was able to play some of those older games. Oh, good. Yeah. My dad had saved them or something like that. Yeah. So. Well, the brand new Super Mario Brothers movie is out this weekend. Critics don't like it. They've only given it like a 50-something percent. But really? The, but the audience has given it a 96%. Oh, I want to see it. It looks yeah. really cute. And who are you going to trust? The audience or critics? The audience. Yeah. Go get you some popcorn. Hawking Hills, the state park, they have a real-life treasure hunt going on where you could find $10,000 cash and real gold. This has my name written all over it. Hawking Hills State Park. One of my favorite parks. They have waterfalls, caves. Mm. Jesse, you've never been there. No. 
crazy to me. I've it's, thought about going. It oh sounds gosh, fun. It's about, like, from here, it's like two-ish, two it's or two, so hours. I literally looked it up last night. It's such an easy drive. You stay in cabins, right? Yeah, if you'd like, yeah. Some, I've taken day trips out there. Somebody described it to me as Gatlinburg without all the fun things to do. Is that true? Yes. Uh, if you are looking for activities, you're not going to find it. You're just going to find hiking and hot tubs. I like... Listen, I, I like nature, being out in nature. Yeah. I like simplicity. Yeah. You know, that's why I like going back to Iowa. Sure. So. Of course. But. Uh, <laughs> I can't tell if you're joking or but not. But is it, how big is, um, how, is it a massive state park? I mean. Oh, yeah, it's huge. So how are you supposed to find the gold? So they have riddles. Um, we actually have the the link posted up to our B105 Facebook page if you want to look into it. Because you do have to sign up if you want to participate. And then you'll receive riddles. And the riddles will help you find the treasure. It goes on all year. So starting from, I think, now until the end of December, this is going down. I imagine it's very hard. It's $10,000 in cash and gold. But I, this sounds so much fun. Jesse, we the, could do this. The hiking part of it does sound fun. I got to tell you, my brain immediately goes to... I'm not good at riddles. And second of all, well, I don't want to be competing against all these other people. I just kind of want to go up there for a hike. And well, if we happen to walk across the gold, be like, boom, we won. That's what you, okay, that's what you do. I would do. do that. You go there for a hike, but while you hike, you're like, well, we have our riddles. And then you read the riddles and you try to figure it out. Oh, my gosh. I wonder if it's in the cave. It might, old man's cave. Oh, I know all, I know Hawking Hills pretty well. That's why you should come with me. Why do you know it so well? Have you been up I've there I've been going, oh, since I was a kid. I've been there so many more times than I could count. Yeah. Really? One of my best friends lives out there. So we got a free place to stay. Jesse, come on. Mm. I've got this all set up. I think this is really neat. Uh, when I was a kid, I used to make my own treasure maps oh boy. around our yard. Yeah. You're like Nicolas Cage in National Treasure. National Treasure. I, oh, I wanted to be just like Nicolas Cage when I grew up. Oh, really? When I went to go there... see the Declaration of Independence in D.C., I'm like, this is crazy. Really? Yeah. You were like, I'm going to... One no, day, I didn't. I'm gonna steal the Declaration <laughs> of Independence. You know, you might be the I only adult that. I've ever heard that says I wanted to be just like Nicolas Cage. Uh, can you, I take that back? No, you said it. Okay. You said it. All right. Well, I okay. I'm not this, saying no. This summer, it's a great summer trip. You can see Hocking Hills. Okay, I, I I say this. I will go to Hocking Hills this year. How about that? I will go this year. I will get the riddles for us to <laughs> figure out. How's that sound? Okay. All right. All right. Make a map. Yeah. Make one of your little treasure maps. Make it look like it was from like the 1850s if you could. That's the design I would like. Get a little coffee juice on it. Yeah, make it yellow. Yeah. We'll bring some lemon juice so we can see the hidden writing on the back. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. This is so cool. I know. All right. Uh, Let's post that link, by the way, for the Hocking Hills thing. It is up on our B105 Facebook page. I will get it up on our Jesse and Anna Facebook page, too. If you want to check it out. Yeah. This is fun. Hey, it's Jesse and Anna. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you enjoyed listening, you can hit the subscribe button. You can listen to us anywhere you get your podcasts. And also, don't forget, we are live in Cincinnati weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern. Stream us at B105.com.